0: College circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. And as always, it is an honor and a privilege to have you here for the next 30 minutes. Took a little time off. Took a week away. Got off the grid. Went out into the woods. Spent some time with the family. And I will tell you, so many cool takeaways from family time I don't get around them as much as I would prefer. I seriously have really grown to enjoy being around my brother, his wife, and their three kids. They have three children all under the age of five, two of them which they adopted because they are they are extremely loving and giving of their time and their energy, and they're very unselfish in that manner as far as... Uh, the love that they have for their children and their willingness to adopt two just amazing children who were um, just just a blessing to the family. I myself have no children and have no intentions of having any children. And so I live vicariously through my brother when it comes to being this, uh, I get to be an awesome uncle without actually having to take on any of the actual responsibilities of raising children. <laughs> and so... Many of you are, uh, you know, I get listeners from all around the world and from all, all all walks of life, so I can't even begin to say that many of you aren't in that position in your lives because I have gotten plenty of messages from people who are going to alternative colleges and university kinds of experiences, meaning that, you know, you're, you're going back the second time or the first time, but it's in your 30s and you have a family. So um, for those of you who are traditional students, 18 to 25, is she probably not thinking about kids at this time in your life? And I'd say, yeah, put that off as long as possible because <laughs> it's a handful and it takes away from what it is that you, uh, how much time you have for yourself, right? If you're doing the parent parenting thing, uh, you know, quote unquote good, I suppose it's, you know, there's a lot of time that is devoted to them. And I, and I, just amazing watching them do that. And then watching my parents, uh, my my dad and my stepmother being retired in the way that they're enjoying their retirement. And when I went to hit record, and as I've been thinking about what I was going to talk about today, I really been wanting to discuss my Wise Mind Empowerment course that I have been referencing for so long. And so I'm going to discuss that course if you've ever wanted to Uh, get into an online course. And I know for so many of you, you're thinking, dude, another course, I'm already in college. I've already got a ton of things going on. I absolutely get that. If you want to understand your emotional intelligence in in a more enlightened, empowered way, if you want to understand your emotional triggers, what sparks you to react rather than respond, if you find that you can often be triggered into anger or jealousy or shame or guilt, if you want to understand how to manage your time better, if you want to understand the way that you internalize the world around you, be able to really embrace personal responsibility, then this course and the the online course, which is self-paced, and you can just pick and choose the videos that you watch. They're 10, 15 minutes a piece. Not many of them go over that the live class I do uh once a week for six weeks, it's one and a half hours. Why I think that this would work in your life is because so many times the presenting problems my clients bring to me, the the students that I talk to of all ages and races and ethnicities and genders, it's so many of the things that you are battling with, that you're contending with as you traverse the college experience. I cover in my online and my live class because these were the things that were getting in my way or upsetting me the most in my 20s and continue to get into me into my 30s. And so oftentimes when I get a pushback about time, I say it's it's all about the way that you're managing your time. And in fact, you're not even managing it as much as you're, how are you choosing to spend it? How are you prioritizing what it is you're spending your life on. And we've talked about this so much, haven't we? Time management and prioritization. You know, Back at episode two, some 90 some episodes ago, we started talking about how you can only have one priority every day and you can have four focuses. And I get a lot of pushback with, Jesse, you don't understand. I've got this test and I've got that paper and I've got this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do understand. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, is if you start using the one priority four focus system and you go back to episode two or you join the online course where I have a whole video about it, you realize that once you've implemented this and you begin to organize your days around the P plus 4F and you even get just a few days in, you start realizing the things that you thought you were needing to prioritize each day actually would have been focuses four days ago. And had you been focusing on them and just doing a little bit for that paper or a little bit for that studying, you wouldn't have come to on Thursday and had two tests and a paper due and been trying to figure out which one you were going to cram in on Wednesday night and the other two on Thursday morning at 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. respectively. (laughs) One of my dear clients just became a real estate agent. And we sat down with him at the beginning of his entire journey into this and came to the conclusion that he wanted to create about 900 to 1200 flashcards for this test. And he felt very confidently if he went through the myriad of books that he had to study to become a real estate agent. And he put down the information that he knew was going to be on the test or felt very confident would be on the test or was told by people was absolutely going to be on the test. And probably a lot of this crap that wasn't going to be on the test. If he went off and created 900 to, 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 well, he said 900, he ended up creating 1200 of these flashcards, he felt very confident that he would pass the test on the first time, which is not as likely as you would think. One in four people pass the real estate exam on the first try, according to some statistic from a real estate person. I've heard other people say half. Still, if only two out of four, one out of two pass a test the first time they take it for something as big as a career change into real estate, you want to be on the right side of that statistic. And so it took him over 30 days to create all of those flashcards. But because he's Built into his system, priority four focuses, and each day his priority was to do 30 flashcards. He was able to accomplish creating those 1,200 flashcards in under 45 days because we built in a couple off days in there too. And you know, life gets in the way. Point of that story is that it won't just be in college that you're going to need to be thinking ahead and managing your time well. Life is going to offer you up a series of opportunities where you cannot just push it till day one or two before it's due. I was involved in teaching a class today, and one of the guests that I had come on had said something to the effect of, the way you negotiate the best is by preparing better than anyone else who arrives. And I thought that was really important, because oftentimes people think that negotiation is just merely saying the right sentence bringing the right kind of argument to the table, having the best price or the best value, when in fact it's in the preparation for the negotiation that you actually end up winning the negotiation. Do you have the most information? Are you the most knowledgeable at the table about the particular topic? If there's two real estate agents I'm trying to choose to help me buy a house, Am I going to just go with the one who uses fancy words and looks slick and drives a nice car? Or am I going to go with the person who actually knows the statistical data on the school system or the crime rates or the proximity of the nearest gym or grocery store? The person who shows up with the most information is the one I'm going to trust, cares more. Where in your life can you start to show that you care more by preparing well in advance of the deadline. And I'm saying all of this because so often the pushback people have for joining a course like mine or stepping forward and taking on a new responsibility is, well, I'm already busy. That's great. That is absolutely awesome if you truly are, and you've already prioritized the few things that you really can prioritize, right? You can only have so many priorities in your life. And certainly, Really, and I say this absolutely feeling very confident in what I'm getting ready to say, you could only have one priority every day. The prefix pre, P-R-I, comes from the Roman Latin use of that word, meaning first, meaning only. Right? Primary, first. You think of a priority as the first thing that you have. When that's done... The focus has become the other things that you're doing throughout the day because you don't just, if your priority is taking a test at four o'clock or going to work at 6 p.m. You don't just sit there on your couch staring into nothingness for the whole day. You do other things and that's where the focus has come in. And so when somebody tells me that they don't have time, what I'm really hearing from them is that I've already prioritized other things in my life and i'm not willing to prioritize your thing so when i when somebody asks me to do something i'm i will not say i don't have time i say unf- i don't even say i almost said the word unfortunately cuz it's not unfortunate for me i already have the priorities in my life that i'm happy with i'll be more than happy to take your information or have you send me an email about it it can go into the files of maybe but probably not <laughs> And that's just how it is. So you have these things in your life. School is a priority. Is going out and getting drunk on a Thursday night going to outrule the test that you have on Friday or the assignment that you have due next Monday or the commitments you've made to other people? What are you putting as the priorities in your life? Has I've already taken one cycle of people through my live mastermind and i've held the live every other week i do the online course i meet with all of the tribal members that's what i'm calling you guys is tribal members and we go in and i take i field questions right because i want this sense of community and time and time again what i hear people running into is their own mindset getting in their way telling them that they can or cannot do something Presenting them a problem rather than inviting them to the solution opportunity. So often, when I hear people negate the idea of taking on a mindset work or emotional intelligence work or stepping into a more physically fitness health kind of lifestyle, what I'm really hearing is that their mind is putting these blocks in the way, when in reality, if you were to just start to work on these blocks, a lot of the things that you think are a struggle in your life would actually go straight into flow state. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for this ability to get into a flow. It's not something that is just easily done. Our stupid smartphones, always being in and chirping, are causing us to lose attention toward the things that matter the most to us there is no such thing as multitasking. It's called task switching. And if you see it any other way, then Google multitasking versus task switching. Psychologically, the way that the brain works is that it is not able to multitask the way that we were told that it could. That if I can pick up my phone and send a text and then get back on the computer and type a sentence and then go check an email real fast while something else is doing something and you're bouncing around from thing to thing to thing, that isn't really multitasking. It's task switching. Some jobs are made for that. Some, you know, I, I've I've talked to some people who work in corporate America and they're like, yeah, while well, something's downloading, I can jump over here and I can answer this email real quick and you can do all these things. And they think it's built in. They think, wow, this is actually perfect for task switching. Well, in reality, if they would just stuck with the one thing, they could have gotten it all done in four minutes, but instead they did four things over 17 minutes. And they trick themselves into thinking that they're being more productive because they're bouncing around all over their computer. It's no more effective to like go into your bathroom and windex the mirror and then go and you know scrub one third of the bathtub and then you know scrub one third of the toilet and then mop one third of the floor and then go back to the basin and wipe it off. No, you wipe off the sink and you work your way down and then you go to the bathtub and then you go to the toilet and then you mop everything afterwards and boom, it's done. But you're doing each one of those tasks separately. So now that I've rambled on about how to clean a bathroom, be mindful of where you're task switching when if you just stuck to the task, you could get it done. Where in your life are you not recognizing the kind of habits that you're creating around your own life? There's three different kinds of habits. You've got the physical habits, you know, and those, those can stem all the way from the way that you walk all the way to the way that you lie in bed at night and often forgotten in the whole thing is that so many of your physical habits have been created by your body to just make things easier for you to do. Because the brain, while three pounds of your entire weight uses 20% of your energy, So your brain is looking for the path of least resistance at all times. What is it used to? So it's motor, your motor habits absolutely are something to monitor because the way that you carry yourself, the way that you sleep or the way that you sit over the course of your life can drastically begin to alter your physical condition. The other two main habits, intellectual habits and habits of character or emotional habits are absolutely being drilled into your head at the unconscious level. And when the brain is starting to look for the path of least resistance, it's going to fall back on those patterns of behavior, whether it's your mental habits of behavior or whether it's your emotional habits of behavior. It's going to be falling back on the old way of being. Are you happy with the way that that is? Is your emotions something where you get easily triggered rather than staying grounded? Do you find yourself reacting rather than responding? Are you battling these automatic negative thoughts inside of your brain? Are you looking to understand your emotions better? Do you even understand what emotional intelligence is? Emotions are energy in motion. So when whatever emotion you have, that becomes the energy you're going through life with. If you are battling with emotional intelligence, issues in your life, there are ways to begin to immediately grow in that area. I hesitate to use the word alleviate because emotions are part of the human experience. Emotions are part of the human experience. So expecting that you'll be able to completely navigate around sad or angry or jealous or bitter, that's, that's like trying to you know, swim up river as a tsunami pounds down, <laughs> you know, you're good. It's like even, even the Chinook salmon at some point would give up if a if a tsunami wave was coming down the river, they'd be like, yep, not swimming up this one. That's what it's like when you're trying to battle and move around emotions. Emotions are part of the human experience, but there are tools and resources you can utilize to help you understand your emotions. And I teach all of this stuff in my course. When I reference this course, obviously there is a fee associated with it. And I told myself when I first started this podcast a long time ago that I never wanted to be salesy. I didn't want to be selling the things that I've done or the things that I'm doing. And then I get messages from people saying, You've been talking about this for the last three months, but you haven't told us how to get a hold of it, how to make it happen. So, go over to Instagram at Jesse Mogul and direct message me and let me know that you heard about the online class. It's called Wise Mind Empowerment. You heard about it on the podcast and you'd like to know more information. It's that simple. If you're ready to step up and really begin to understand your physical body, your emotional intelligence, your mental acuity, and your, your spiritual essence, which is morals, ethics, and values. And it's not religious. Religious is something you'll learn from someone else. For me, it's morals, ethics, values, integrity, things of that nature. Right? Even I have had my own failings around integrity. It's, we're human. We learn from mistakes. We realize that we've done something. It's hurt other people. We We can take on guilt when guilt is something that you feel internally whenever you have gone and you've broken your own moral code. Shame is what happens whenever you think that you've broken the moral code of society. The moral code of society is very ambiguous because some people would say, well, you did that. Yeah, you know, no big deal. You know, the other person had it to come into him, or, you know, that's just the way the ball bounces. Whereas other people would be like, nope, you broke one of the Ten Commandments and now you're going to hell. The societal moral code is very ambiguous, but your own moral code is not. And when you've made a mistake in that area, you have to pay those reparations back to yourself, whatever that is that you do to release that guilt. And it can be done. It has to be done because walking around with a 4,000 pound gorilla of guilt on your back for the rest of your life is going to make moving on and moving forward all the way up in life, extremely difficult. For those of you, and again, air quotes here, who are traditional students, you're at that very enviable stage in life where you probably haven't had an opportunity to do anything completely dastardly bad yet. And I do say yet because it's coming. 18 to 21, just a whirlwind of addiction and drugs and alcohol for me. 21 to 25, trying to get my feet on the ground and figure out what the hell was going on in life. 25 to 30, another university, and yet there I am still making similarly bad bad decisions. And at the same time, not making the same bad decisions. You have an opportunity to check yourself now, get your impulse under control. Understand what reasons versus excuses are. Reasons are legitimate reasons for why something didn't happen the way it should. Excuses are reasons that could have been avoided. Showing up late to class when you hit snooze four times, that's an excuse. But if you legitimately left for class an hour and a half before it started, and then the bus you know, was picked up by King Kong during a Godzilla war, and you showed up late, okay, that's a legitimate reason. Are you being emotionally grounded, or are you getting emotionally triggered? Do you have the behavioral flexibility that it takes to truly be able to control your own system? And you, the person who controls the system has the most choice, and therefore wins the system, wins themselves. And you are the system in that. I've got so many different quotes written up on my wall. And there was one of them that I read that I really wanted to bring out. If you want to go fast, go it alone. If you want to go far, do it together. If you have been on this episode, on these on these episodes of these podcasts for the last 90 some odd of these and you like the way that I talk about emotional intelligence, if you like the way that I talk about mental acuity or time management or health or family or relationships or your dreams, uh, what you can achieve in life and where all you can go if you get out of your own damn way, if this is the stuff that sparks you up, I have the course for you. It's available. The class is open. I would strongly suggest that you reach out and we figure out a way to prioritize this along with all the other things in your life that you're juggling. Because so often, and I had this with a client recently, comes to me saying, I want to make more money. He wants to make more money so he can have more free time, so he can spend more time with his family, so he can buy more things and go on vacation. And in the end, after about a month and a half, we finally got him to realize, he finally got himself to realize that the reason he had these blocks with money, the reason that he wasn't achieving what he wanted to in his career, was because of his own mental health and his own own emotional intelligence. He had things holding him back from his childhood and his teenage and his 20-something years that here he was in his 40s dealing with. In less than six hours, we were able to That's how long it took from session one to session six. We got him completely over those. And within a couple months, he got his promotion. He had more money. He had more time. And he still, he, he graduated from me. Mission accomplished. And he is still succeeding. He is still watching himself climb up the corporate ladder. He came to me wanting me to coach him on how to make more money. And in the end, what we really worked on was how he could overcome his own emotional, mental hurdles that he had in his own mind that were holding him back. He didn't have much more time than anybody else to prioritize what I was getting ready to teach him. But by doing so, it actually opened up a ton of more time. Because instead of sitting there procrastinating, feeling bad for himself, daydreaming about what life could be instead of acting upon what life is and creating that life that he thought was only a dream. He made it happen. I guarantee you, your automatic negative thoughts, and you're beating yourself up, or you're muting your emotions with drugs or alcohol, or, or your phone or social media or too much TV, there is somewhere in your week you can carve out an hour and a half. I would recommend you carve that out you join me and my tribe for the Wise Mind Empowerment Course and the Live Mastermind. There are infinite ways for you to get to your destination. Some of them will be short. Some of them will be longer. Some of them will be fraught with hurdles and challenges that you struggle to overcome and you eventually do. Some will be fraught with hurdles and challenges that you easily overcome. And you learn. You're always learning. Failures are not failures, they're learning opportunities. You learn how not to do something. The best lessons come through the failures. I cannot express enough that if you're struggling emotionally in your life, that I have some of the answers. I will not be egotistical enough to tell you that I have all of the answers. I will not say I have the answers. I have some of the answers. And some of my answers will open you up to other answers. More than likely, you already have the resources inside yourself to overcome the emotional challenges and hurdles that you are facing in your life. You just need the right coach to ask you the right question. And that question becomes the key to everything. What emotional habits do you have? What intellectual habits do you have? What motor habits do you have? I'm pretty sure it was Aristotle who said something to the effect that your character is built upon what you consistently do. Therefore it is not an act but it's an habit. What are your motor, intellectual and emotional habits? Those will create your character. That character will be what you anchor in as your identity. Are you happy with the way that you're identifying yourself to yourself? There are Infinite books that will guide you, but will you read them and apply them? There are infinite podcasts that can help you, but clearly I have struck a nerve that has caused you to consistently show up and listen to these episodes. If you're ready to move forward, then meet me over on Instagram, DM me. Check out my website, jessymogle.com. One way or another, if you're ready to step up, I'm ready to call on you. There are so many different ways that you can begin to manifest the life that you desire. Whether it's through me or someone else, do not sit here and not plant the tree now that will one day grow and be able to provide you shade in 20 years. Don't be the person who doesn't even bother to plant the tree because they won't be around for the shade anyways. Like the Chinese proverb says, the best time to plant a tree is now. No, hold on. (laughs) I messed that up. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. You can either make these decisions to begin to really harness your own emotions and your own mental acuity and your own physical prowess. You can either figure that stuff out now when you're, at the, when you're in that late teen, early 20 age, if that's where I'm finding you. Hell, even if you're in your 30s, 40s, it doesn't matter. Like that guy I just recently helped, he was 47 years old. Imagine if he'd have overcome these issues at 27, where he'd be now. So for those of you who are just finally coming into your own, then plant that tree now so you're not looking back 20 years from now and thinking, damn it, I wish I have planted that tree in 2021 when Jesse told me to. And for those of you who are more around my age, then plant the tree now. We've got 40 more years of life. Don't be that person who wakes up 40 years from now wishing they'd have learned the guitar, wishing they'd have learned how to overcome their emotional hurdles, wishing that they'd have put more effort into their relationships, wishing that they would have raised their hand at the office meeting and they would have been the one who got the promotion a year later. Step up into your best self. And reach out to me right now on Instagram at jessiemogul. You can always send me an email at, jessie at jessiemogul.com. And again, I love me some Instagram. It's just the easiest way. I know y'all are on Instagram. So that's all I got to say about that. Please, if you would like to join the course, I won't sit here and do an entire episode about it in the future, but I'm definitely going to be referencing it. Next week, we've got some amazing topics I've been holding on to just can't wait to get us to the end of this spring semester and get us into summer. So much about the last year has been such a trial and tribulation. This course can absolutely help you get your mind right, get your emotions right, get your physical body right. It will only change everything. So raise your hand and I'll call on you. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. See you next week. Bye-bye you <smart noise>